What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 40 of your mom's favorite threesome. we got a great episode ready to go here tonight. i uh, got our weekend recap and what a weekend it was. Because let me tell you, uh, NBA playoffs, yes sir, uh, came out swinging, uh, that's for sure. Um, also, got to touch on a little bit of baseball. Uh, a little bit of news here and there. Uh, some fights has happened this weekend. A big announcement in the golf world, um, which hashtag NFL as well, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. Kind of a uh, interesting what they're going at with, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Jordan Spieth, good for him, getting a victory. Uh, it's about time because he's been in this position so many times and choked it away, but able to get the win this weekend. Uh, then we're going to touch on some entertainment as well. But um, before we do all that, let me go ahead and get the boys on here. Guys, what's going on? What's up, man? What is up? Did you How guys you? have a nice weekend? Yeah, well, you already know what I did this weekend. But let's talk about you, uh, as Philly referred to, Mr. B.O.K. B.O.K. Mr. Yeah. B.O.K. It's quite Preston, Preston does something every weekend, bro. It, it's like It's been a lot going on here recently. <laughs> quite the redneck weekend thing. for Preston. Was yeah. <laughs> That's redneck is yeah I get uh, yeah had a uh, red dirt concert Friday the uh, Osage Casino Casey Donahue which yes sir which by the way Osage they've stepped their game up I'm not gonna lie I've been there really so, well that was used to be the casino I'd go to when I you know I was like before I was 21 because it was 18 or older mm-hmm. went there and you know it was kind of what you'd expect it to be, but they put a lot of money into it now, and it, it, it's super nice. And they had a nice little pool set up. Yep, great pool set up. Thought that was really cool. Everything they did there. Actually, yeah, I've been in their pool. I've been in their pool. Wow. That's pretty cool. Nice. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, went to the concert Friday night, and then Saturday was the PBR. Um, you know, a little professional bull riding going on downtown Tulsa. I think it's the 14th year in the row they've done it here, um, and it was it was great, man. I'm telling you right now, I'm 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 full on PBR now because like it's it's exciting. It's like you know, I mean, obviously it's a lot of build up for you know not much. Uh, not much to actually see. Are we going to start doing PBR like segments here? On there this might show? be a PBR segment. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> you know, be. I'm going to start talking with a little bit of a draw at the end, you know. Right. <laughs> Half eight seconds playing on the background. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it was, it was a good weekend, man, uh, overall. And then then uh, Sunday ended up turning into let's – go, let's go ahead and just sit around and watch. Real quick, give me a uh, red net ranking uh, for each event. What do we got? One out of one out of ten rednecks? What are you giving it? What are you ranking it? <laughs> I would say the the concert was probably uh, one out of eight and a half. Uh, it was a great concert. I love Casey Donahue, man. I, it, I, it's my seventh time I've seen him. I was Good like, Lord. I know. I was counting it up, and I was like, dang, I've seen him a lot. In fact, Antoine and I were supposed to have seen him when we went to Stillwater uh, because he was playing before Bedlam. But, Bro, uh, you know what? I was, th- did, was it me and you? Was it me, you, Jake, and Bailey that went to like a Billy, Billy somebody concert at Hard Rock? Billy Cyrus? 
No, it's another Billy. Uh, that's oh, Billy, Billy Creighton. Yes, that's Billy Ray. Was it me, you, Jake, Ray. Bailey, and Haley, no, or you, something like you that? You invited me. I didn't go. Oh but. yeah, because Preston's too cool. That's right. Yeah, I, I invite you places though. Uh, oh, about the PBR, you know how many years ago? That was like <laughs> nine years ago. I'm still so. using it. But uh, <laughs> give me your uh, PBR ranking. How PBR many? was. I'm gonna give it. A, give it a seven. I, I had a good time. You know. So here's the deal. I was supposed to go last year, and didn't end up going. And guess what happened? The greatest run in the history of bull riding happened. Oh, my God. The number one bull versus the number one guy in the world, and the guy ended up scoring a 97, which for you guys who don't know at home, I mean, that's the highest it's ever been. So, I mean, that tells, wow. you, that tells you something. And, uh, yeah, very upset that I missed that. So I was like, no, we're definitely going this year. End up going. And, uh, yeah, I had a great time. Still can't get on the board about paying this $13 a beer thing, though. Let me tell you. Nah, <laughs> I, just, I love how he, Mr. B-OK, but when it comes to concessions, well, he's a... Uh, deal. Shout out the Emhoff family, because I used to have a, a connection at the B-OK and uh, got free drinks. And, Dang, and they've like, since left, and now I'm feeling the pain. So No, I feel the pain, too, because I used to be well-connected with Dr. Z, Dr. Zollner, and we used to get... <laughs> To be fair, I remember this because you like uh, you had a set up for a uh, to go to a concert with his tickets, and at the last minute he uh, he came out and was like, "Nah, I think I'm gonna give that to my kids or something like that." Probably. <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, what do you got, Antoine? Get going. We used to get uh, sweet tickets and uh, free food, free drinks. Uh oh. That sounds nice. Shout out, Doctor Z, Trey Pauls, Doctor Z. Nice. nice. Real quick, when did when did uh, TNT uh, get Gus Johnson to jump on the uh, NBA uh, telecast? Yeah, him oh and Greg Anthony. Gosh. About to have to turn the podcast off so I can just hear. Oh my God! It's a it's a bang! <laughs> uh, no, so after that, like I said, Sunday was kind of a recovery day. Easter. I hope you guys had a good Easter. We should, oh yeah. Probably should have left yeah, with that. <laughs> oh, we forgot about Jesus. Forgot about Jesus. Forgot Easter. About uh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Does anybody? Uh, do you guys know who Avion Crockett is? Uh-huh. Yeah. You guys have to look at his Instagram. He did like a. He did like a a Jesus cipher. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. I gotta check it out. Nice, nice. Uh, real quick, Sam. I know you w- look at some of this. Uh, you see Pat uh, Pat McAfee, his old wrestling thing that they did this past weekend. He did some wrestling this weekend? So, yeah, he, they did something at the, their studio. They had a, a ring and everything set up, and there's a guy, I guess you could call it for the brand, uh-huh. for him versus the devil. And, oh, oh okay. dude, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I, you've got to watch it. It's, uh, it's check about that four out. minutes. Dude, I'm telling you right now, it, it, I was crying. Uh, it was so funny. Um, yes, so back to, uh, back to sports. Sunday, end up sitting around and uh, watching some basketball and Yankee game. Don't really have to talk about that. Uh, but the basketball, wow. Yeah, bro. Wow. That, we in there. It started Friday night. Yeah, the games, I, I, games, I, I, yeah. For me Sunday, yes, Sunday, yes, let, I agree. Let, let, let's, uh, let, you know. We, just have to, we can just touch on the Friday games. Yeah, let's start there real quick. Cause yeah. there, you, do, we, was, do we need to touch on Friday games, though? I mean, I mean, we can. I mean, hey, sure, I mean, Trey Young was amazing. Yeah. yeah, Trey Young I mean, was amazing. Gets, gets the job done. Gets in that the uh, eighth seed playing game, and then boy, I mean, big 
big loss for the Clippers. Obviously, no Paul George. I don't think you and me are choosing the Clippers if uh, we find no, out Paul George. Not. Is not no, I mean that that's I mean night and day. He was the reason. I mean, you could arguably say you know obviously he was the best. One on the did we, floor. Every did we time all pick the Clippers. No, you picked the Pelicans. I know. Yeah. I just wanted you. To yeah, no, we picked the Clippers. <laughs> and if Paul George is there, no, then I, yeah, different, yeah, different story. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a good Friday. Um, but I also was know, the only one who picked the Hawks. We t- we you talked did. we talked about the uh, the Clippers and what this means. Do you do they get a little bit off the hook because Paul George doesn't no, play? No, no, See, I agree. No. no. How long has this Clippers team been together? Well, here's the deal. Let's they talk shouldn't about that. be in this position for one. Yeah. No, hundred percent not. And so to leave it all to one game like that, yeah. yeah. And regardless of you know, regard, I understand. Uh, uh, I almost called him Kyrie. I understand Kawhi hasn't played all year, but for Paul George to be considered one of the top players and be paid like. One of the top players in this league, you would think the Clippers would be a little bit in a better position. Did he just forget that they still do COVID tests? I, <laughs> who? Paul no, George. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about for this game. No, I'm talking about the. I'm, I mean, I'm talking about this game because I'm just, I'm just this saying is the. That, I mean, in, he's the only. I mean, he's the big one. I mean, did he just like forget that they still do COVID tests? Oh, and all that? oh, yeah. you're talking about Paul George. Yeah, I Paul thought George. you were saying that I forget. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no Paul George. I'm talking about Paul, Paul George. But, uh, again, I'm not going to let the Clippers off the hook, too, because they were up 10 in the third quarter on Pelicans. I mean, yeah. shorthanded and everything, and they still had a chance to win this game, and they blew it. Uh, so, no, the Clippers aren't off the hook. I mean, this is going to be a huge offseason for the Clippers. Yeah, they forward. need to I mean, make some moves, man. They have no, I mean, they have no future goal. I mean, they also, too, by the way, great news for the Clippers losing, the Thunder get another lottery pick. So now they got two lottery picks going forward. And, of course, uh, whoa. Oh, Uh-oh. Here's the deal, boys. Let's Can't play be watching basketball. the whole game. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> we are watching the uh, Toronto-Philly game while, while we're recording this. So just keep that in mind if you, you hear us, uh, you know, looking at or talking about stuff in the background. So, But the great news about the th- that with the Thunder is, is that they – obviously they're going to more likely get a top four pick. But that number 12 pick – there's a chance it can get there. I mean, there's a small chance they could have two top ten picks going into this upcoming draft. So, I mean, that's two solid picks they could have. So, the th- the Clippers losing isn't all bad for Thunder fans, at least. But no, that's going to be a big off season for the Clippers because they've got to figure some stuff out. Oh yeah, no, I mean 100%. this is this is either break up this whole team or you break up the whole team or, or find the missing link because it's yeah it's bad you break up the whole team and don't be surprised if lebron somehow if lebron stays with the lakers which i don't really see him going anywhere but i wouldn't be surprised i think we talked about it i wouldn't be surprised if he did don't be surprised if you see paul george or Kawhi go join the lakers I would you be surprised. Think you could that. see that. I'd be surprised by that. You'd be surprised by that. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be surprised. I don't think both of them are leaving, but I think one of them will be leaving. I, I didn't say. I mean, I said one or the yeah. other. Don't be surprised because oh. you know Paul George wants to stay in L.A. That's where. He's oh, from. sure. Yeah. So does Kawhi. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of them joined the Lakers. No, I mean I, I see what you're saying with that. I nothing would surprise me because. I mean, from the Lakers to go from a championship team to not making the playoffs and being as Getting Garbage. kicked out of the first a championship team to get yeah. kicked out the first round, um, yeah. to not even to making, not it, even making the playoffs. 
I mean, yeah, it's it's time to figure something out there. Um, if LeBron didn't win that championship, his whole Lakers trip would have been a failure. Well, oh, yeah. Because he didn't make the playoffs one year, even though right. he got hurt. Right. He didn't make the playoffs, won a championship, got kicked out the first round, didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, it's like not good. <laughs> that's not that's <laughs> not good at all. Uh, that's not goat. That's not goat material. No, but no. sure. Um, so you know, Friday started off strong. Yeah. Um, Saturday, you know, there were uh, obviously the Timberwolves Grizzly game was fantastic for a majority. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of fell off a little bit. Well, Anthony you know. Edwards took over. I was going to say, yeah, there, Anthony there's Edwards a, got there's a big ass. part of that. You know, Jazz Mavericks end up being a pretty good game even without Luca, mm-hmm. uh, but that's kind of a forgettable series. I, I, just, I yeah, I you know, yeah, literally, it nothing is. really there. Seventy Sixers take care of the uh, take care of business, just absolutely kill the Raptors game one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then uh, maybe the biggest story of the weekend was uh, the Warriors look good. They they didn't yeah, look they good. Did. They look great. Really good. <laughs> yeah. They look good. Uh, yeah. That is true. And that should be a huge concern for everyone in the West because I think we all knew that they could be this team, but the fact that I know it's maybe a little over exaggeration, but like game one they show out the way they did, I mean it put the whole league on notice. Yeah, they were they were awesome Saturday. I mean there's no way around it. I mean Jordan Poole uh, was fantastic. You know, Steph, uh, I got to give Steph credit. Uh, knew he could play, but he decided he was going to come off the bench uh, and get some minutes in. I mean, you're not going to see too many superstars that are going to oh, no. do that. That's uh, very selfless. Especially in the playoffs. Yeah, especially in the playoffs. So I give, cre- I give Steph a lot of credit for that. Um, it was uh, it was a very impressive performance. Uh, you know, I, I think me and Preston both said we thought Denver could come in and Sneak one in, and especially in game one, and, and man, boy, would I overestimate Denver. Uh, as good as Jokic is, that's where it begins and ends with this team with Jokic, and he just doesn't have enough help. I mean, no Jamal Murray. I was going to say, Jamal Murray, this is a completely different series. It sucks him being out because what he did a few years in the playoff yeah. you know, was yeah. amazing. It sucks to not have Wasn't a it him and Donovan like Mitchell battling it? Yeah. That, that was great. Yeah, that was great. And they're just like throwing up 40-point games like it was nothing. Yeah. It was just like, oh, crazy. my God. Like, yeah, crazy. Um, but, yeah. But this goes to, to speak on that experience that I was talking about with the Warriors. No, you're right. And when you look at the Warriors, you still – three of these players – actually, I'm sorry. Four of these players on the Warriors team have three rings. Right? Iguodala, Steph, Draymond – and uh clay clay yeah right the experience that they bring to the table within this playoffs i'm not saying that they're the best team but they're still a top five team and they're gonna they're gonna use that experience they're gonna play off that when steph gets in uh 100 healthy or as healthy as he can get mm-hmm. dude they're gonna be a problem they're gonna be a problem they're, yeah, I mean it's going to be a problem. It's going to be. I mean, really, for them, so, it, it's you know they, they'll get. I mean, they'll get past Denver, and it goes. It's just going to be the next series because the next series is they get Phoenix, and that will pretty much be. Uh, I think the winner of that will be the one who represents the West. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about Phoenix here in a minute. But yeah, Golden State again. I don't want to be kind of prisoner of the moments for Game One. I mean, it de- things can definitely change, but Game One. I mean. Phoenix, or Golden State looked fantastic. I, I don't know. I just, I, it's almost like I didn't want to believe it that they were, they could get back to this level since they went from being super good to super mediocre to here they are 
catching, you know, their stride at the right time. I mean, you got Steph Curry coming off the bench, and you put on a, you know, a freaking whooping sure. like this. It's it's impressive. So, uh, I think the whole, uh, like I said, the whole NBA was put on notice on Saturday. Being 100%. like, hey, don't forget about us. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Sunday comes. And I think it's very important to point this out first because game, game one, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say any names, but someone on this podcast didn't think that uh, one of the teams in this uh, matchup was very good. I and, uh, Hey, I said too. <laughs> I picked the Hawks to win, but I said if Cleveland gets in, they were the better matchup for, for Miami. Yeah, I, I don't hate that. And I, I thought – and I still – I mean, but, I mean, yeah, the heat just came out. And I'm not – and. No, not my, just myself. You listen to most people who talk NBA. There's a lot of There's stutter. A lot right of, <laughs> There's a lot of stutter. Going no, on. I said, I, they're going. I mean, mine is not getting past Milwaukee, so. All I'm saying is the Heat kicked the no, shit out of, yeah. out of They the kicked Hawks the shit out of them. And them. made Trey Young look awful. I mean, for yeah. every good thing that he did Friday night, he looked equally that bad Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. No, I mean, it was. They what they did picking him up the way they did and made him you know forced him in a lot of bad situations a lot of turnovers. It was just I don't know it was a very ugly game and uh, you could equally say that the for at least this game and as a number one one of the more disrespected number ones and yeah I, yeah I'm one of them who's disrespected them. They're the Tennessee Titans of the NBA. Yeah, I agree. I still agree with that. <laughs> the Tennessee but they that. it's a little harsh. <laughs> well, they're in the championship just two years ago. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Okay, <laughs> but uh, they uh, they they were just as impressive to me in their game against Atlanta as Golden State was against Denver. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, they came out and just absolutely did what a number one seed ha- needs to do, especially in game one, is you uh, you impose your will early. And you step on the throat, and that's exactly what they did, especially to the best player on that Hawks team. For sure. And, and like you said, Philly, they're, as the number one team, they did exactly what they're supposed to do. And what you have to understand is you shut down Trey, who else is on that team? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Same thing with the Warriors. You, you shut down Jokic, who else yeah. is on that team? Yeah, that's, that's the key. So with no number two option um, – which obviously we're going to talk about this Boston uh, Boston next game here yeah. soon. But with no number two option, it's so easy to just shut down the main player, especially somebody like Trey Young, who's not a, a really physical no physical player, right? So Never really has been. You shut down. You you take away his ability to shoot the deep ball, and you take away his ability to kind of get his teammates involved, and it's over with. Yeah. And I think that's what you saw game one from the Heat, who have a really good defense. Well, yeah, not, they have a great defense. So, and, and on top of that, like you said, I mean, Golinari is probably the second best player um, who did anything on Saturday. Um, you know, 17 points, you know, one for three from three, which, you know, you, you're expecting maybe a little bit more out of him from that role. They're going to need um, a lot more from him out of but that role. The Heat, dude, 27 from Duncan Robinson off the bench. Off I mean, the bench. Yeah, that yeah. Is, that's such a huge lift, which they also have uh, Tyler uh, uh, Hero off the bench who's up for the sixth man of the year award. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like they're they're deep, man. I mean, this Heat team. They're freaking deep. They've and they didn't even a play. They a lot of talent. They and, have a lot of t- and, yeah, and they also exactly. have a lot of experience. A lot of experience. Right. You have the you have the 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 current or past NBA champion, the PJ Tucker. I was about to say you that, got yeah. the guy. You know, Jimmy Butler's been to the finals. Uh, 
Lowry. Lowry. Lowry's an NBA champion. Dude, there's a lot of experience. There's a lot of vets on this team mixed I'm with a lot of young you guys, guys and a lot of young guys that are playing, that, that can play and shoot coming off that bench and, and put a spark on that team. You guys might as be long, sleeping on him a little bit. I'm just saying. No, and no nobody's sleeping he, he's, on him. He's not. I, maybe yeah, I, I had him, him in, my top, in my top five. Yeah. That's not sleeping on him. Sleeping. Uh, whatever. Uh, he didn't tend to, he didn't, he didn't put, you know, he didn't say where he was putting them. But again, again, it's one game. No, it is. But it's exactly yeah. what they needed to do they, in yeah. the first game. Set the, tone. the Heat, the Heat can, are the only team that can correction. The Heat can beat themselves yeah. sometimes. No, for sure. And that's the problem that I have with as far as saying that they're my favorite for champions, uh, right. for the championship because they can beat themselves. So, no, that, that's, as that's, long as they continue to play yeah. how they did, uh, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday. It'll be good. Cool. All right, we got to talk about this. Obviously, the game of the freaking weekend. Yeah. Nets Celtics. This was such a back and forth oh type. Oh my gosh. Uh, Celtics looked like they were going to go ahead and maybe possibly run away with it. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie said, uh, "Hold my beer." Yeah. And he had one of the best fourth quarters I think I've ever seen, uh, where he just. I mean, I even text you guys in the group where I was just like, this guy's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy, uh, yeah, he can make some noise. I, and I hate it because, like, I, you know, all the off-the-court stuff, you get caught up in that. As a basketball player, dude, Kyrie Irving is amazing. Yeah. And, I like, I kind of, like, want to root for him because how good he is. Like, he's just fun to watch. I mean, you know, I, I see him taking some of those deep threes. I'm like, what, what do you do? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Oh, my bad. I keep forgetting you're great. But, you know, meanwhile, <laughs> the whole time he's fighting with the fans. I love that. I, mean, we should, I know. I do too. I mean, this is classic. Just uh, you know, uh, the bad being the bad guy, the villain. He's taking on the villain role. Yeah, yeah. and uh, going that whole route. And I mean, it was awesome. It was fantastic from start to finish. Um, as soon as I thought that maybe the Celtics were going to run away with it, he did his thing, got them ahead. And Boston, as a team, as a unit, was able to pull it together. And Marcus Smart, that last play, uh, I heard this on another podcast, so I'm not trying to like steal it or anything, but it is so very true, is that a few years ago, yep. he takes that shot. He does. He's taking that three, uh, you know, probably missing. <laughs> Pretty, oh, yeah. You know, I, have, I have my issues with him shooting threes. So, absolutely. So. It, but instead, he makes the – Perfect play, mm-hmm. gets the ball, and the best player on the court at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Jason Tatum makes the greatest little spin. Yeah, that's been moving. Oh my for, god, that's the best. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, for a buzzer beater, too. Yeah. Buzzer beater. That is crazy. For a team bro. that missed so many layups, yeah. especially late in that game, Big, yeah. to for it to be a game-winning layup, especially on that spin move. I mean, it was the perfect ending because. It could have been so easy for Boston to like go in the bag. Oh, for sure. For them to have memories of like past series of you know kind of these kind of losses, but for them to be you know stay you know just stay mentally tough, you know play some really good defense down the stretch. Uh, it, it was it was an awesome it was an awesome game. Can I mean, you, it was an awesome can, game. Can you imagine if they have lost that game? The Celtics had lost that game. Game one. I, I'm telling you, at home, that would have been. I mean, it's crushing. Hard. I mean, like, series might be over. I mean, that kind of loss. Yeah. No, well, I was just about to say, I mean, shout out to Boston for, for getting that dub and, and pulling through, but 
this game two is probably the most important game of the series. And I say that because if you look at Brooklyn, you know, normally when you're the two seed, you have that easy first round and you can focus on the next round for the most part. Um, Obviously, you're still you still have a job to get done. But Boston, four players on that Boston squad had more than 20 points, 20 or more points, four players. Right. Brooklyn lost by one point. And Kevin Durant was 9 for 24 with 23 points. Yeah. Boston, you're in trouble. I'm not saying I'm not saying that Boston yeah. is a bad team or they're just gonna get that. For Brooklyn to lose by one point, and, and let's be let's be real about the play. The play was amazing, but it was kind of like a broken down play that turned into something great. Right. Right? It wasn't mm-hmm. like they put that shit together. I mean, it, Kevin, it was yeah. kind of like some Fugazi shit. Yeah. And, they took and advantage he, of Kevin Durant losing Jason Tatum. And they mm-hmm. took advantage of J- Kevin Durant standing at the fucking free throw line looking stupid. Yeah. Acting yeah. like he didn't know how to play defense. Right. So, yes, Boston is deserving of this victory. Which but, the Nets don't know how to play defense, right, by the no, way. But right. for you to win by one point and four of your starters had 20, 20 or more points. Right. And on top of that, Kevin Durant had a bad game. But here, let me let me. I don't need to win saying they're in trouble. I don't agree they're in trouble. They're not in trouble. Let me argue from a standpoint of the other way for a second. Because yes, when you say that, you make you go, yeah, you're right. If if he has a you know somewhat of a better game, if he puts up, but without that Kyrie Kyrie Irving fourth quarter, yeah, Boston wins this by ten. By the way, but that goes to show too, like what we just what we talked about is there's a two option. Right. In this game, the best player on the floor was the second option because Kyrie was just so hot you couldn't. St- you had to give okay. him the ball. Yeah, real quick. Kyrie's not the second option. Kevin is the second option right now right. on this team. You're Kevin right. is the mean? second option. That's uh, you talk about the Nets. Yeah. Yeah, I just said the best player on the floor was the second option. Yeah, and Kyrie, Kyrie is the number one option. Oh, okay. The, he is the right. I mean, he is the number one option right now. Kyrie Irving is playing so hot that you have to consider him the number one option. But realistically, Kevin Durant's the best right. basketball player on the floor. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I hear yeah. what you're coming from, yeah. but that's what yeah. Kevin Durant. There's nobody in it on that court better than Kevin Durant. If he, Kevin Durant wants to take off, yeah, I mean, he's sure. off, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. But I, I mean, right now, I mean, oof. man, I don't know the way Kyrie's playing right now. No, Kyrie is. Insane right now. Yeah. Insane. Insane, bro. The only person who's better, like, and we talked about this the other day, the only person better right now in the East is Giannis. Yeah. And and that might not be as wide a gap. Or or Joel. uh, Joel. And be, you know what? I, I probably would put I probably would put him fourth behind. I still would have Kevin ahead of Joel, but again, and that's just because we'll touch on their game. I mean, they took care of business, and Joel didn't have to do much in game one. Yeah, because um, Maxi took off. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite things about Kevin Durant is when he shoots that little jumper, and the guys are just jumping in his face, and they still just can't get there. His hands are so high, yeah, that high release, yeah, you can't block it. It's impossible. No, well, that's I mean. You got to block it going up. That's your only chance. He, I mean, he's one of the greatest offensive players this oh, league. For sure. I mean, no, top. You, you ain't an argument top three. Yeah, and let me tell you right now. I mean, like we're talking about Jason Tatum. 
Jalen Brown was amazing in this game. No, Jalen Brown. He was, made he made his presence felt on both sides. Well, that's not. I mean, yeah, we. Just, I agree with that. And he I think Marcus, KD shit yeah, too. Couple a couple times. times. Marcus Smart was great too. Oh no, yeah. And Marcus, I don't want to leave him out. I'm yeah, Marcus Smart. Play. But you agree, Jalen Brown. And Jalen Brown's another guy who this year has taken kind of that next step, step yeah. for the guys uh, for this team. Um, and I know you guys have you know mentioned they're a young team, but this is a team that's got. They got four dudes who have sixty plus playoff game experience. So this is not a this is not like we're talking about like with the Grizzlies or the Timberwolves. Right. I mean, these guys have been in the thick of it. It's just you know getting past that next step. They have. So I, I agree with you on that. And the only reason I said they're in trouble is because I feel like they didn't play a perfect game. But most teams, if they're if their starters are averaging, um, if their starters had twenty plus four, their starters had twenty plus points. Um, they're they're busting that team, the yeah. next team, right? But it's, so I mean, for for the the second option or the you know one of the stars on Brooklyn to have a bad game and they still be in it because obviously Kyrie's unconscious. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it's just it's just saying something and it's just making a statement for Brooklyn. Like yeah. you're in this. I will but say you're yeah. you're in this real quick for Brooklyn going in game two. There's no way in hell they can have uh, Nick Claxton in the fourth quarter. Oh, no. No right. way. No. That's a good point. No. He is such a bad free throw shooter. Um, that yeah, shit was see, awful. He was he was bad. But they had him in there because he was making a difference from his athleticism. I get it. Being, but, you know, being able to get rebounds. But, yeah. That liability to, is – I'm yeah. sorry. That's, that liability is bigger no, than what he right provides. No, I hear that. You know, so, one of my things, though, is going into this series, the Nets were in a lot of games with – near perfect games from Kyrie and Durant mm-hmm. and they were barely winning mm-hmm. so it's like we knew that one of these times where you know that one of those guys I, I think I mentioned it last episode Durant goes out there and has a bad game that they're in trouble and I mean here we are they had a an amazing game from Kyrie Durant had an off game I, I give you that if he mm-hmm. plays better you know but if he plays better maybe that takes touches away from Kyrie Kyrie doesn't have the same fourth quarter he does I'm just saying this Nets team is so odd uh, because they're either going to go, they're either going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe the finals, or they're going to lose in this first round. Yeah. I mean, there's like no in between. It's boomer bust. Mean, it, yeah, it really well, is. Don't yeah. expect Kevin Durant to be now for 24 with oh no 23 no. points. I, 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 <laughs> in another I game expect, in the series, I expect one game in the series the Nets are going to blow the Celtics out. I mean, like. Ten plus, most points. likely at home. It'll yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure it'll probably be at home. Yeah. All that, but I, I'm telling you, it's a game that won't be close. Maybe probably 15 points, something like that, to where they're just going to go off. Durant's going to take over. Kyrie's going to do his thing. Um, but I they're going to need a third option for sure. They need. So, a, they someone's got to step up. Whether um, it's Dragic, with Dragic, or you know Seth Curry. You know Seth Curry didn't exactly play great again. Um, they said what Ben Simmons is cleared to like play with against his own players this week or something like that. But I mean, that sounds good. He still uh, has to get in. Some I was say, we're looking at him being second round at best, right? I mean, there's no way he comes out this series. No, yeah. I could see. I could if they get to a game a two and one. If they, I could see one. him playing game six or seven. They mentioned game. They mentioned that they're they were aiming for four, five, and six. Here's the problem. What if by some chance they're down 2-1 or 3-0? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like game yeah. four, five, no, six. you don't play them. If yeah. you're in it, you play them. If you're not in it, don't play them. That's, it's, it's that simple. I, I just, I'm just i telling you, messing with you know chemistry and everything like that, you got a brand-new guy on the 
the court who he's got to kind of be the facilitator. He has to find offense in the playoffs. I mean, he's not an offensive player. No, I mean, it's it's a bad. But his defense is what the Nets need. They need his defense. You think one guy makes the difference? Hell yes. I think him. His perimeter defense is is insane. I'm I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that team. I mean. They needed one stop and completely blew assignments everywhere. And, and I'll say this: I don't think Ben Simmons is forgetting where Jason Tatum's at. Right. I think if Ben Simmons That's is fair. in the game and he's putting up, I don't care what, twelve, seven assists, seven rebounds, and playing defense. That's a big. That's, that's big. big. Yeah. That's Especially big. Well, they, they, they'll take whatever they can get right now. The exactly. Nets did play. I will give the Nets credit because I've been shitting on their defense for the most part. There was a stretch, and it was a stretch that stretch when Kyrie got hot. They played actually some pretty solid defense. It's yeah. so the problem is, is they can't. Ex- we talk, we're talking about that last play. One of the biggest plays in the game is that with like thirty seconds left, yep. that two on one, yep. and they just let Jalen just blow right by him and get You're those right. two points. Got the- yeah, they went for the twofer. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. But, man, what a first game. I, I would say Kevin's going to so have a big game in game two. Yeah. And a big reason why is because I think they're going to focus more on guarding Kyrie. But you like uh, – I'm, I'm just going to throw this. I, I, you like over under 37 points from Kevin game two. Under. I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say he scores forty. I'm, I'm, I'm think, saying I'm 100. thinking forty too. I think no, I'm, I think I'm saying he's dropping forty in Brooklyn. I yeah. think Kevin Durant's gonna do thirty-five, seven, and six. But I'll say this too. I think he's dropping forty, and I think they're going back to Brooklyn down two zero. Oh, hot take! Hell no, I like it. <laughs> Ain't no way. I like it. I don't. Uh, I mean, Kyrie just scored almost forty, and they still lost. And they lost. Yeah, but it was kind of like. It's not kind of like they lost. It was yeah, but it it was. I, I mean, there's it. no they lost. They, they lost. They lost. It is what it is. They lost yeah. all one. So, how about this next game? Uh, Antoine's Bucks look good. They did look good, but I also say this: his Bulls fought hard. <laughs> Wait, his bull? I mean, you know, his former team, his the former Bulls. T- okay, okay, that's fair. They did play hard. No, they they, they played about really to make good. Me a Red Sox fan, real cool. <laughs> they played really good. Um, you know the problem there: size. It's a mismatch. 100%. It's just a mismatch, unless the the Bulls can figure out a way to uh, get big down low. I mean, I mean, no, it's we're, definitely we're a just size see thing. The same thing, man. I mean, the problem is, is I, you're not going to see DeRozan, uh, Vucevic, and Levine, uh, Zach Levine go 21 for 71. You're not going to see it. The problem is, is that even if they don't, I don't know if it's going to matter. Well, no, the problem is they're going to run out of time because yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's where we're at. I mean, obviously the the goal is to steal one on the road. I mean, that's that's what the Bulls have to be thinking. And they still have a chance. Yeah, um, but they do. I, I'm just telling you, you know. But, I honestly feel like they don't need to be running the ball as much through Caruso. That seemed a little odd. That's that's kind of my thing on yeah. that. Um, if you're going to run the ball through anybody, let it be Levine or DeRozan. As far as uh, initiating offense, um, they also need to. I don't really want to see uh, Patrick Williams too much on the perimeter. You know, I know he can shoot a little bit, but um, there was a shot uh, they passed him. The, there was a shot he shot, it, bro. He just completely off the backboard, no rim. You know, he's coming back from an injury himself. Yeah. You know, just keep him in the post. Work, use that big body and work down there. 
Here's We're down in that post. We, so, t- we talked about DeRozan being a possible MVP candidate early on when he was balling out. You know, hit, that was get, a fun week. Hitting game winners and all that. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Dude, not six for 25, it just can't happen. It can't happen. It just cannot happen. Same you, thing with Levine. Six yeah, for 19, no. 18 Bulls points, have you to can't. play near perfect basketball to have a chance in this series. And, I mean, it, it's cool they kept it as close as they did, but – Man, there's just a lot's got to change in the next few. And it's not gonna, and it's not yeah. gonna change right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's you know the thing. One thing I was worried about when the Bulls put this team together, and I, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. We have a bunch of slashers. Yeah. We have a bunch of guys yeah, that can shoot a little about, bit yeah. and get to the hole, and you know, put the ball in the basket. Yeah. But we don't have anybody that's gritty. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but that's gritty. We don't have anybody with that grit. We don't have that that strong guy in the center. That uh, what's his name from the Suns? The Aiton. Aiton. You know, well, I mean, even we, even you had Javale McGee. Yeah. Even I mean, if we had Javale McGee, yeah, but it's we just we just don't have that. The Bucks are one way or the other. Yeah, the no Bucks kidding. are still a, a, a really good team. We're going against. I mean, you can get if you when you can get freaking somebody like Bobby Portis. Okay, at any point in time, Bobby Portis could come off, you know, 6'10 guy who could shoot his ass off. He could co- he could go off at any time. Yeah. I mean, he's a walking double-double. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. What's so funny? I don't know. The gritty thing was pretty funny. That was funny, and then I just started thinking about Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Shut <laughs> <And> up. Bobby. <laughs> time Bobby Boucher just, came back. Y'all just over here sneaking <laughs> right All I hear is... That's all I hear. Um, but again, we we talk about the shoot, shooting miscues for the Bulls. I mean, we got to contribute that to the the defense by uh, uh, Milwaukee. I mean, Drew Holiday. I mean, this guy almost feels like he doesn't get enough respect. He's You're an right. incredibly good defensive uh, shooting guard. So I mean, he put our point guard and he played well against. He covered you know Levine and Caruso, and you know put clamps on both of them. But again, I don't think DeRozan, Levine, and Vucevic are going to go twenty-one for seventy-one. No, yeah. But again, I, I don't know if it's going to matter. matter. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, I mean, and Milwaukee's so lengthy, bro. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Dude. So size lengthy, is just bro. They didn't even play Ibaka. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like crazy. they just have length on top of length, and all of their guys are low key like skill guys. Yeah. You know, so for sure. Um, and then you got the number one team, you know, Suns Pelicans, and you know what? Proud of the Pelicans, to be honest. They came out. They try. I mean, you know, they'd fall behind and then they'd make a run. You know, they'd get it within a, a few possessions. Uh, but the Suns, man, <laughs> what Chris? Suns. What Chris Paul? Chris Paul doing, did, man. yeah. Oh my gosh, man! Like. Obviously, the big knock, you know, no championship, nothing with, with Chris Paul. What can he do? These are the moments, those games where you're just like, dude, just if he can just do this in the freaking, you know, championship. Western Conference Finals Western Conference and the Finals. Final, you know, yeah. Deep in the playoffs, it's like this is what everyone's wanting to see. I mean, that's what – that's why everyone busts his ball so hard is because, like, he can go out there and do this. Mm-hmm. You know, Booker was um, pretty fantastic. I mean – Solid, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, did a lot of good things. It seems like there's a couple times where uh, the net or the uh, Pelicans would make some some uh, noise, and then all of a sudden he would hit a big three or something like that to kind of like, yeah, no, nah, you know, you guys aren't coming back, kind of thing. So I don't know. The Suns just looked like they looked like a number one seed. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know the Pelicans made a little run there, um, and the Pelicans are scrappy. I mean, right now it's I'm glad it was actually the Pelicans that were in that eight seed. Because 
they are. I mean, even though they have a losing record, they seem like the more enjoyable team to watch. Go against the Suns, uh, and you low key always kind of root for the underdog a little bit. Yeah, and like right. CJ McCollum. I mean, for I him, like CJ. He's for, been great for him yeah. to show up there, and he told that team that they, that they were going to go to the playoffs. What he's made, like I think, uh, in the last eight years, he's been there. He's made it the last eight years. Or something like that to the playoffs, so he's like, "No, we're going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not missing kind of thing," and was able to lead this young team to, you know, to get there. Fortunately, they they drew the best team maybe in the NBA. So, uh, yeah, you know, I mean that that sucks, but uh, put on a good show. I mean, he didn't he didn't play great. You know, he played 43 minutes. I mean, he, he's leaving it all out there. 25 yeah. points still, but nine for 25 shooting. I mean, once again. Got to play nearly a, a perfect game to to beat the the Suns. So Jesus, he had twenty five rebounds. Who? Giannis Valanciunas. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez. Eight, eighteen yeah. or twenty five. Yeah. Eighteen and twenty five. That's Jesus. a game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not I don't good. care what you say. That's a game. <laughs> um, because we are. We may, uh, another podcast till uh, Thursday. Let's just run real quick. Just give me your picks for. Uh, you know, Tuesday at least tonight and Tuesday, and I think Wednesday and Wednesday too. Well, at least Wednesday for two games. So be after tonight. But uh, what do you think yeah. uh, tonight? Raptors Sixers. Right now Sixers. it's tied thirty-two. Yeah. Oh, dude, Sixers. It's just Sixers. too too much. Yeah, Embiid. Uh, Jazz Mavericks. If Donut is Donut is. Luka I have playing? not heard Donut. Yeah. I have not heard Luka playing. I, th- I think he is. I think okay. if, the, if Luka, Luka plays, plays. the Mavericks are a completely different team. They're a different team, but, but man, a calf injury, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a tough. Yeah, that's tough to come back because don't, uh, don't Kevin Durant yourself, Luka. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think you Jazz know, I don't think you compete for a no championship, so. Yeah, and I'm kind of, I mean, you guys, I'm kind of sick of this Jazz team. No, dude, I, I don't care team. about this series mainly because I, I mean, I'm not really big on the Mavericks either. I know I kind of went on my little spiel about Luka. Uh, a few weeks ago, I mean, really, neither of these teams really moved the needle for me. But man, the the I'm ready for the Jazz to really kind of let's you know. There's been a they've update. been consistently in the Woj, playoffs, yeah, but they haven't that. been consistently competing for a title. Woj yeah. did so say I get what you're saying. very unlikely to see him in game two. So then I'm definitely Who taking said that? Woj. Yeah. I'm then I'm taking the Jazz Woj. again. Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. No. The yeah, Monday well. games are kind of easy because yeah, I I mean, after what we saw, you know, this past week, I, I'm, I, yeah, I think the Nuggets put up a better. That's game. it. I'm, I'm like that. I, yeah. I really think that it will be a lot closer. Uh, but why? How, man, how can I bet against the Warriors? Yeah, you can. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm taking the Warriors. All right, Tuesday. Uh, I it's. I mean, I think same kind of way with the uh, uh, from the Nuggets Warriors game. I think the Hawks will put up a little bit better game. Yeah. I just think it'll be too much, you know. Again, off the you know the deep bench for Miami. I think it'll just be again too much for the Hawks to overcome. Yeah, I so I like the Heat in that one. Yeah, I'm going Heat. It's not even close for me. This is actually a huge game. Game two uh, for the Grizzlies and Timberwolves, especially for the Grizzlies. Yep. Because yeah. you do not want to be heading back to Minnesota down two. No. Yeah, you're right. Hell, but I think the Grizzlies. I do think the Grizzlies bounce back. Um, I think the Timberwolves. Timberwolves are, and we have talked about it, Philly, I feel like all year. Mm-hmm. The Timberwolves are sneaky good. Yeah. And it's easy to underestimate them. But y'all have to understand, there is a rising star on that team, and his name is Anthony Edwards. Yeah. And Cat, when Cat is hot, Cat is a baller. I will say yeah, this. He, so, out. he did ball out. He, and it was he a did. great bounce back from that uh, game oh, against Clippers. Exactly. This, that being said, 
Cat, please stop bitching so goddamn oh, much dude. to the referees. Yeah, it bad. is bad. Well, you know, I, I heard someone say this today, and I was like, I was literally thinking the same thing when I saw it happen. He made a bad pass, goes out of bounds, and he kind of like looked at everyone like it was almost their fault. Yeah. I was like, what? No, that was a terrible pass. Like, I don't yeah, know. It's just crazy. He's a bit of a crybaby. Yeah. And he, but oh. he played great. He did play no, great. Big bounce back. We're not going to see Jaw. This was an incredible stat in the game. Jaw didn't. Jaw only made one field goal from two minutes left in that second quarter onto the rest of the game. Yeah, that's that's what, was that good. when he dunked on that guy's life. Uh, Jaw, <laughs> yeah. it might have been, but uh, it's no, you, that's right. not going to happen again. You were, when you threw those stats out in the first quarter of that game, like what both guys were going to score in that. I was like, oh crap! And I looked, and I was like, oh man! Like he's perfect shooting. Like he was on was fire. Well. Him and Ant were putting on a show. And then, like to look at the total points at the end, I was like, he scored one more time the rest of that game. Sure, like, yeah, it's insane. He got to the free throw line a lot, which I'll give him this: the guy is not afraid to put his body on the line. But again, this is a guy who missed, uh, who uh, missed a lot of time this year. Yeah, as I was gonna say, you can only do that for so long. Yeah, he needs to play smart. And I he thought def- he's definitely so young that he he still he can bounce back like, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he can. And the one thing I did not care for so much with this Grizzlies team is they do a lot of ISO and hero ball. I mean, Jaw does that a lot, but so will Dylan Brooks. They have to move the. They got to get a little bit better ball movement going on in game two. I agree um, with that, and that that could be their downfall. Yeah, I agree. Don't watch the best players do their thing. That's how um, a lot of those Cleveland teams LeBron was on didn't do what they're supposed to do. So, what are we gonna, what are we going to see from Game Two out of the you know the uh, animal rights people? I mean, we've got a glue, we've got a chain. chain. First of all, the chain very successful. It took them a while. <laughs> it took them a while yeah. to get that uh, going. But that picture of her getting like. Like chokehold, oh, but that's it. Get so carried hard. out was pretty great. Um, you're right. What What are we gonna see there? I don't know. You I mean, bought a ticket to get a re- like that's just stupid. It's wild. I think you got to throw like some paint or something on the court. I just gotta, it has never getting a job. Like, <laughs> you, like, so imagine cat coming down the court and then like a lady comes out of nowhere and throws like red paint all over. <laughs> don't give anybody ideas, please. Okay. I don't. I don't need to see that, man. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That shit would irritate my soul. It would be funny <laughs> as hell. But it would irritate. It would irritate my soul. You think it he really would be so? You would think he would bitch now. Imagine seeing that. Um, but again, I get agree. So who you got? Grizzlies game two. I think Grizzlies are going to put it together. First off, this is a must win for yeah, Minnesota. Like or like Memphis, like you said. Um, but I think Grizzlies play. Stop playing a little more. Start playing a little more team ball that we were used to seeing them play throughout the season. Yeah. Um. I think Ja has a much better game, even though I don't, you know, obviously his first half was okay. Yeah. But I think he becomes a little more consistent in the later part of the game. Uh, and I think the Grizzlies pull it out. They have to. Preston? So, this is going to be the closest game, though, out of the next two it, days. I think it will be competitive. Um, I just I think the Grizzlies know what this is a must win, and they'll find a way to get, get it done. I, I like it close. Four, within four, somewhere in that. Yeah. But Grizzlies get it done. I agree. I, I, I'm right there with you. I think it's going to be close. Grizzlies get it done. Jaw plays a much cleaner game. Uh, may not score 30 points, but could be like 25 and 
10. Yeah. You know, just it has a good game. Uh, final game tomorrow night, Pelican Suns. I like the Suns. Suns. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. Next subject. Okay. <laughs> Wednesday night, first game, 6 o'clock, Net Celtics. Net. I'm going Nets. Yeah. I think I think Kevin Durant's coming out on fucking fuego, on fire. Um, I think Kyrie's gonna have. I think Kyrie's gonna have thirty, thirty five and four, and I think Kevin Durant's gonna have thirty five, uh, maybe eight and nine or something like that. No, I think Durant has a big game. Um, I'm right there with you on that. I'm thinking thirty seven plus, where I, where I really like it. Um, and they they find a way to get it done. It, it's going to be a close game, but it's going to be kind of like at the end, but the uh, of game one. But Nets are going to find a way to get it done. Too much offense, uh, too much pressure on those guys trying to finish there at the end. And um, I, I like the Nets by four. I'm going Boston. I think I do agree. I think uh, Kevin's going to have a big game. I don't think Kyrie's going to have as big a game. Oh, I think it's hard I think too. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to. I mean, for him lately, it hasn't been as hard. No, you're, but, right, you're right. Um, but I think it's going to be too much. Uh, again, I think it, the other way around. I think it's going to be too much. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think Tatum's going to have a huge fourth quarter where uh, I think it'll be kind of him versus Durant. I think it'll be close. But uh, I like the Celtics winning. Uh, uh, I'd say like one hundred two. 98. There you go. So forged the other way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, then, then 102 98? Yep. What you said? Yeah. And then uh, the last one would be Bulls-Bucks. Because the 76ers and Raptors play again Wednesday, but this is already game two. So. Bucks. Right. Um, Bucks, not close. Yeah, I get it. I, I actually – I think the guys will shoot better, I, but I think the Bucks are too much. I Actually, I think this might be a sweep. Chill. Bucks <laughs> winning this game. Bulls winning game three. <laughs> sweep my ass. <laughs> gentleman sweep. A, a gentleman sweep, yes. All right. Yep. No, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, we got it. We got a. It's a good first round, man. There, you know, we There's hi- a lot of great matches. We matchups. highlighted a couple games, and man, you know, you have Toronto win tonight or something like that. Make this an interesting series. This this could be good. Uh, you know, if Chicago could find a way to get, steal one, you know, make things interesting. You know, yeah. it, it's just a good first round. I, I'm I'm here for it. It's it's funny because we talk. You know, you're not going to get a year too often where you get two seven seeds that typically aren't going to be seven seeds. No, for sure. They're both way too more talented to, to be in that spot. But yeah. this is where we're at. This is us. Yeah. This is it. Um. Yeah, all right. Well, let's go ahead and skip over real quick. We just want to highlight a couple things in baseball. Um, I don't really have too much to talk about just because <laughs> I did not have a good weekend watching baseball. Uh, what happened, Preston? The Yankees can't hit? I mean, it's unbelievable. Joey Gallo is about the biggest waste of space <laughs> in, like, baseball history. You remember how excited he or how much he was pushing to get the uh, – uh, shift yeah. taken away. Oh, absolutely! And everybody was like, you know, this which, is, this would be huge for Joey Gallo. Right. Which, to be fair, I mean, like he ripped one his first at bat the other night, and it had been like, if they're not shifting, it's just a beautiful, you know, uh, base hit. All that he hits it right at the guy, and he just—I mean, he was so pissed. Gallo was, and but you know, it, it, I just—I'm telling you, zero home runs, zero RBIs, hitting like one eighteen. 
Bruh, like someone from Double A can do that, okay? Like, it's, I, it's, I need. How many I, games we into the nine? Season? Yeah, nine games know. in. It's early. I, I I totally agree, but dude, you do not know how frustrating it is to watch that guy play baseball. It, it's just so swing and miss, and like to be okay with it the way he is. Because I heard him talk about it. He's like, I'm one of those guys who like, I I I, I swing big. You know, it's like when I connect. You know, it's a. Uh, you know, I can put some power into it, and when I miss, I miss big. And it's like, you know, it's, strikeouts are going to happen, da, da da But, you know, hopefully we're dropping, you know, 30 and uh, 100 and da-da-da. He's basically Mel Gibson's brother from Signs. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> my hey, God. Swing away. Swing, swing away. away. Yeah. That's so funny, bro. No, it's, uh, that is, like, the perfect. <laughs> it's just so frustrating, That is man. so but perfect. Yankees got to figure it out, man. I, obviously, like, I mean, I know it's early. I'm not going to, like, freak out about it yet, but – the, we're wasting a lot of good pitching. I mean, I, I was just telling Sam before, I know going into the game, the Yankees were number one in the MLB and RB, or, uh, ERA. Mm-hmm. Um, pitching has been there, man. Pitching has been solid. Um, you know, we wasted a really good outing um, from our starting pitcher on Sunday. Uh, and, you know, they got to they gotta start hitting the, hitting the ball, man. Yeah. You got to figure some things out and, you know, maybe move some people around that – Play with the uh, the lineup a little bit. Figure something out because this is not cutting it. You cannot go back to back games where you're not scoring until late in the in the game again and not scoring at all on Sunday. Yeah, uh, against the freaking Orioles, man. I the mean, three just, and six Orioles. Ugh, gross. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. No, this is not good. But luckily, everyone seems to kind of be struggling. Everyone's playing about 500 ball right now. I mean, it is early. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. I'm not worried yet. We've not hit the worried button yet, but the uh, a good start. Yeah, the you're one, not games in. You shouldn't hit any buttons now. The one team in New York that's not hitting any kind of panic button is the New York Mets. Yeah. Talk talk about it, Philly. I mean, seven and three. All right, twenty six run differential. I mean, Fred. I mean, it's incredible to me that friends, that we can forget that a player like Francisco Lindor. Even exists at times, well, and he's, he's so underachieves for so long. Well, I mean, he's been hidden in Cleveland too. When you're hidden in a dormant franchise, that's true. But now he's in the big stage in New York. Just came off an incredible weekend. I mean, this dude was unbelievable. But I mean, again, we this is what we talked about with this team. They have that kind of lineup to go along with that pitching rotation when uh, Degrom, Scherzer. You know, Bassett, I mean, McGill's been kind of their, uh, I mean, they're kind of their gym that they've got. Yeah. He's been incredible so far. But the Mets, right now, I mean, the Mets are, are, I mean, the Mets look every bit like the, I think you and I, well, did you and I, you and I picked the Mets to win the East. Yeah. They look every bit like the division uh, For sure. front runner that I we mean, thought they could be. Early on, but yeah, I mean, they're doing everything right without having, uh, you know, a fully healthy team right now because once they get everyone going in the pitching rotation. Is the Grom still injured? Yeah. Yeah. Him and Scherzer are both on the 60 day. Oh, 60 day? DeGrom is. Scherzer's not, I don't think. I think he's on the 15. Okay. Well, they're uh, both on the, the yeah. IL. But DeGrom, man, he's out for a lot longer than they thought. And yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Once they get, Dude, those are two of the best pitchers in baseball. I yeah. mean, you get those two guys coming back. Get them right. Oof. I mean, you get them in a five-game series early on in the playoffs. You get them. You'll get them on short rest as long as they stay healthy. Yeah. 
I mean, good luck. No, I mean, it's arguably the best one-two punch. Um, you mentioned the team that leads the league in ERA is the Yankees. The team that leads baseball in batting average is our Chicago Cubs. Wow. Oh. It could be because of the new sensation. Uh, that plays a big there. part into it. Because, like I said, I saw I looked yesterday. I think he's hit four seventeen. Uh, they're playing right now. They're beating the Rays, and he's zero for one. So it's gone down. Oh, I mean, he's he's down. hitting three eighty five right now. Okay, so it jumped down. Yeah, but but uh, I mean, he's I mean lives up to every bit the billing. So far, so good. I mean, so far nine games in, he's looking great. But yeah. Oh, you guys playing the Rays too? Yeah. I'm just I'm just yeah. not. I'm a Cub fan tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I love to live in the moment. But uh, I just, I just really want to see, you know, let's talk about him seventy games in or something. No, like no, that. yeah, but sure. Because I want to see what happens when people start to figure out how to pitch them, how he adjusts a lot, how he adjusts, <laughs> adjusts. Damn, man, why would you learn to talk? Um, how he adjusts to everything. So, well, again, I'm uh, still, I'm, I'm excited about what I'm seeing right now. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, but I'm just, it's. When you're a Cubs fan, you can never just go all in. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> as you know that you can never just no. go all in. You're kind of just like I mean, you can't enjoy the moment. You've been a little you know? bit too cynical. I don't care going into the season. Yeah, call yeah. me, call me. Cynical. I mean, we went to that whole uh, we went to that okay, whole man. baseball preview, and you were nothing but. I mean, it was just. I mean, well, we're Chicago, and we yeah. don't money. And, uh, I was alive when uh, 2003 happened. For the cup, so they made the play, they made the NLCS my, that year. Excuse me if my feelings are a little salty about everything. Um, but uh, no, years yeah, I'm so far. I've enjoyed what I've seen with the Cubs. Again, nine games in. You know, you, you take you you take the good with you know whatever bad so far. Um, but yeah, we'll like to see how it goes forward. Uh, you guys talked the other day, mentioned kind of talking about Suzuki about teams figuring out how to pitch to you. You guys were saying that about Otani. And well, Otani goes down to Texas and just starts hitting bombs. Bombs in in a pretty little bat flip. I love yeah. it. Um, the funniest that I would say one uh, Mike Trout is starting to fully become back to being Mike Trout, uh, coming off injury. Uh, he hit a couple bombs over the weekend as well. The best moment though for Mike Trout though might have been his reaction when uh, Joe <laughs> Madden called for a uh, bases loaded walk Why? to Corey Seager. I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I mean, again, the last time I saw it, it was to Barry Bonds, which I completely understand. Corey Seager's a nice player, but walking him with the bases loaded? In April? I know. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Joe Madden's, he's a wild uh, manager, and uh, it was still so, I mean, it didn't pay off, so. No, it didn't. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's some good storylines going around baseball right now. Um, but you know it is early, so we'll, we'll kind of. What do you see guys? It. What do you guys? I forgot to ask you this. How do you guys feel about this? What do you think the league should do about this whole Trevor Bauer situation? Well, that's what I was about to go next. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I, they're all the storylines. This might be the most interesting one because, yeah, Trevor Bauer basically is like, you're either going to sus- suspend me, or I'm going to show up Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like, and it's true. I mean, like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, yeah, he's let's not getting. Figure this out. And let's move on. Because you're wasting everybody's time. Like the Dodgers don't know what to do. Right. Like even if you're, even if the Dodgers are saying, okay, you're not going to be a Dodger again. Well, you're still putting the Dodgers in the pickle because they don't know if they can move them. No team is going. Right. I think a team would 
have Bauer on the team. Why, why wouldn't you have Bauer oh, on your team? if there's no legal Yeah, stuff, if there's yeah. no legal stuff, he's not going to get charged for this. Right. So it's just a matter of, you know, obviously everybody knows when you sign a contract, you have uh, what 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 is it called? The policy? What? Where you have to present yourself in a correct way. You can't make the MLB look bad. What's the policy called? Oh, uh, it's yeah. um, uh, uh, it's like a character deform- deformation yeah. pop, some, something like that. Yeah. Um. So I think he deserves, regardless of the situation, I think he deserves a, a suspension, maybe fifteen games, something like that. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. Well, it's almost like in a way he's been suspended. Served. Oh, but if you yeah, want to, but if you want to penalize him, they're not. He's he's still getting paid. Right. We'll take some of his mo- take some of that money away then. Yeah, right. just take the fine and let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I what agree. I'm saying. I agree like, with at that. this point, it's like you're trying to make it into a bigger deal, and it doesn't necessarily need to be that. Force like, him to He's done pitch. everything he's supposed to do. He's he's been a part of the investigation. He's let you guys, you know, he's let everybody. Uh, he just I watched his vlog. And they kept his, like, cameras and equipment and different shit like that for, like, a year. Wow. And he just got it back. Force him to go pitch for Baltimore, and then let's just move on. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to do that, that's even fine with me. But we're talking about Rob Manfred here. I mean, that – talking about – you literally are talking about the worst commissioner in sports, and I say that with Adam Silver and Roger Goodell at the helm at two other major sports. Yeah. We're talking about a guy who – Got embarrassed so – just got put to shame so badly that he thought a olive branch by sending all the players in Major League Baseball headphones. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Right? I mean, don't be wrong. People love free headphones, but uh, you're telling I mean, me these no guys – No one's ever turned down a free pair of headphones. But yeah. it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's, he's awful, garbage, terrible for the game of baseball. But he ain't going anywhere anytime soon, so we just got to find a way to coexist. Uh but, yeah, I, I'd like to figure this out because Trevor Bauer, he is a very interesting guy. Never been one of my favorites, but he says he says what's on his mind. You know, he opens He's up about stuff. He's good for baseball stuff. right now. He is good for baseball because he had a lot of people talking about baseball because of the way he was doing, you know, some of these antics, you know, yeah. things like that that he was doing. I don't think it was awful. I, I thought it was good because anytime people are talking about baseball, that's better than them not talking about baseball. So, yeah. No. Uh, just let's figure it out, baseball. Come on. Uh, before we move on, real quick, one final thing. Uh, just heard about today. It was, I listened to the interview on PMT. Jake Arrieta announced his retirement. Um, you know, he's a he's, he said he's a Chicago guy through and through. Yeah. So uh, he's a big part of that run that the Cubs went on. Uh, let me give you a quick stat from the end of 2015 to the beginning of 2016. He in 28 starts, he went 26 and one. The only one he lost was a no-hitter. The Cubs got no-hit for the first time in 50 years. He had two no-hitters, pitched 162 in the third innings pitched, gave up only 26 earned runs, and struck out had 200 strikeouts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. That's fantastic. If you want to, I mean, that's like, I mean, that's one of those things where you look at a guy like DeGrom can do right now. But you're talking about when guys are like at their peak. Yeah, that's no. at no, their peak. I remember that, that stretch. I, I remember that whole stretch. I Jeez. remember all that going on because he's one of those guys who would they would flash a stat, be like in the month of May he's five and zero with a zero point six nine ERA, you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. You're like, oh six nine. Bro, he's nice. had a hell of, nice. he's had a hell of a stretch, bro. No, I mean, I, like I, I appreciate it too because fantastic. it brought like it brought like life back to Chicago, oh, base, for to sure. the Cubs, to Cubs baseball. 
you know, he wasn't, obviously, he went to shit after that, but um, just that moment, that that gap that he was just the most dominant baseball player or pitcher in the league was just amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. It was kind of like a, remember uh, Eric Gagne? Remember how dominant he was? It was insane. For like, 04. Yeah. Was it 86 games or something? 84 saves in a row. He won a Cy Young, too, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he, he won a fucking Cy Young yeah. as a closer. Yeah. Crazy, bro. It's insane. <laughs> but, yeah, strong no. Strong to quite strong. Yeah. Appreciate, uh, you know, as a Cubs fan, appreciate uh, the snake uh, for what he did for Cubs baseball, especially during that run. He was a big part of uh, what they, uh, you know, that beginning of that run for the Cubs, you know, especially then going to win the uh, World Series, which, by the way, he was fantastic in the World oh, Series. Yeah, he was. Now, he's a big-game pitcher, man. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, you think about before even he was on the Cubs, some of the performance he had, uh, you know, he had. He just was a big-time pitcher. Yeah. So, you, yeah. You'll, you'll always be a Cub for me, Jake. Yeah, same here. Well, anytime you win a championship with the team, especially breaking a drought like, yeah. like that, yeah. You're, you'll and he was be. the cu- first Cubs pitcher to win a Cy Young. Mm-hmm. There you go. In a long, a long time. time. I think the other, the guy I think Mark Pryor got Mark Pryor. Second. I say Mark Pryor. <sighs> got second in uh, bro, 03. I used to be the biggest Pryor fan, bro. No, he was awesome. I liked you know, he, number 66. I thought that was so cool and yeah. You know where he works at? Mark now? Pryor was 66? Was he? No, he was wore he No, he was 66. No, no he wasn't. wore uh he wore twenty something. Yeah. No, Mark Pryor was not 66. Am I making that up? Yeah, you're, you're making, making that up. In the high socks. The high socks is right. Yeah, he wasn't 66, bro. He wore like an 80. I would remember that. He wore a 20 something. 22. Yeah, um, 22. 22. Okay. It was a two. Uh, yeah, two. Because I remember because he was. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, because Sammy was 21. I just remember that little stretch there with Kerry Wood and Mark Kerry Wood. Just like these two dudes. Oh, and 03. I mean, and that was like. Zambrano. That was like. 03 was like the. Was the real last best stuff they got out of Kerry Wood. Obviously, he was injured a lot, but. Getting that out of him, especially in that first series against uh, the Braves, uh, I mean, it was incredible. I mean, I don't know and he hit two bombs against the Marlins. Yeah, and it, he was an incredible hitter. Which, by yeah. the way, Jake uh, Jake Arrieta oh, was also an incredible fantastic, hitter. Yeah, Zambrano was also a really good hitter too. So, fun fact: I went when I was so, playing competitive baseball. Uh, when I was younger. We were down in Texas, and we made a pit stop in Houston to watch the Cubs and. Uh, Astros play, and uh, Zambrano and Moises Alou both went yard in that game. They hit a bomb, yeah, didn't they? Did. It was I sick. remember that. I, I try to make sure I show up just in time for uh, batting practice for Sosa, and people said they knew Sosa was up because they had at least five balls fly out of the stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez, that's crazy. No, I'm, I mean, you don't understand. Like, when I'd go to Cardinals games growing up, it was like when Mark Cardinals. McGuire would get up to bat, uh-huh. the stadium was full. I mean, it was like everyone showed up for batting practice. He was just hitting bombs in a freaking Big Mac land. It was just, ugh. Dude, how strong do you think, like, um, some of these guys, like, how strong, like, grip-wise? Like, how strong do you think Mark McGuire was? I mean, well, I was going to say, you can talk about Mark. Think about Jose Canseco for a second. Yeah. Dude was a Greek god. I mean, he also destroyed baseball. So yeah, I, I mean, too much. bombs. Yeah. <laughs> a freaking yeah. home run he hit in, uh, was it Toronto? Upper deck. Well, he um, Jose was also a forty forty guy. Yeah, no, he was I a mean, forty. I mean, about that. how he athletic he was. Athlete. I mean, like, he was a great a, athlete. He's a sack of shit. I mean, he is. He is a sack whatever. of shit. 
<laughs> all that, but like, my God, dude was athletic. <laughs> um, so I remember watching. Do the, you guys think he destroyed baseball, or do you think baseball destroyed baseball? Do you think he was? No, I want the honest opinion, Preston. Don't give me the professional answer. Did Jose Canseco destroy baseball? Destroy is not the word I would use, but he was not good for baseball. I I agree with that point. I don't think destroy. I mean, clearly, that's. I mean, you look at baseball at the time, even around when Canseco was there. That strike in '94, that's ruining that was baseball. Terrible. That was awful. Yeah, that's ruining oh, baseball. Yeah, but but. Baseball came back, and it's because I mean it's because, because of Sammy Sosa, Sosa and Mark and McGuire, which is, and then Barry Bonds. I know, but steroids. Randy yeah. Johnson. I mean, uh, first off, you cannot give me. You can't say that. You can't say those four and Griffey. not. Yeah, say Griffey. Oh, Griffey. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to disrespect Griffey. I just bought his jersey. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, this weekend, I, I can't remember what college baseball team it was, but I saw uh, it says that a modern day King Griffey. This dude hitting with the lefty swing with that little uppercut swing. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll have to show you. He just, I mean, he absolutely dropped dick. It yeah. Was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I know. I mean, obviously we go on and on about Jose. But, yeah, he exposed baseball. And the problem was the way baseball handled it, instead of maybe protecting their players a little bit, they sacrificed them. Yeah. And – for guys who save the game, I just don't think it's right. So. Yeah, for them to have to go. One, I it bothers me whenever. I mean, I'm like I hate to get into kind of little politics, but anytime Congress gets involved with something they have no business getting involved right. in, I have a problem with it. Uh, yeah, it seemed very silly. Um, but yeah, we we move on from that. Yeah. Um, Okay, real quick. Let's just go over some of the, the miscellaneous from the weekend. I know there was a fight this weekend. Yes, there was a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Errol Spence versus Yugas. I'm going to just go to the main event fight. Errol Spence versus Yugas, big pay-per-view fight. Um, Errol Spence was trying to unify. Uh, I believe Errol Spence had the WBC belt and the IBA belt, and he was fighting for the IBF title. Mm-hmm. Um which is what you guys won from Manny Pacquiao. You guys beat Manny Pacquiao last year. I believe it was December. Uh, you guys, M- Manny Pacquiao was actually supposed to fight Errol Spence. Um, but Errol Spence went out with an eye injury. So them two end up fighting. It was a big move for Errol Spence. He hadn't fought in 18 months. And for him to come back and not take a warm-up fight and just go straight to fighting a championship fight, um, it shows brass. He, I mean, it shows brass. It shows balls, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and he put on a hell of a performance. Um, he looked a little rusty at times. And, you know, Yugas is a champion, so you can't go out there and be a scrub against him. I think, you know, even though Errol Spence was highly favored, uh, Yugas was, was doing work. He was showing why he was a champion. He was showing why he beat Manny Pacquiao. But eventually, uh, Errol Spence just beat him up on the inside, landed a lot of really good body shots. And it all came down to the fact that Errol Spence pretty much broke Yugas' face. <laughs> it looked bad. Um, yeah. He pretty much broke his face. Uh, obviously, US, he's a champ, so he's not going to want to come out to fight, regardless of the situation. Uh, but you know, it was the ref. The doctor ended up calling the fight tenth round, so it goes as a tenth, tenth round TKO for Errol Spence. Um, but yeah, Ugas couldn't see out of his eye. That sucks. His eye was closed shut. Mm-hmm. He was taking a lot of shots. 
Um, you know, you, like I said, you leave it up to him. He's going to keep fighting, but you have to save these fighters because they'll leave it all on the line. So, um, but you just, I think he's going to bounce back. He's a hell of a guy. He's a hell of a fighter. Uh, so I'm interested to see the next step he's going to take. But the thing I'm most excited about is this fight sets up Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford, which okay. is the biggest fight that can be made right now. Whether you're talking MMA or boxing, the biggest fight that can happen is Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. And they both seem to want to make it happen. Errol Spence's main complaint with Terrence Crawford was, oh, you fight for Bob Abram in top rank, so you only fight on ESPN and this and this, and I fight on Showtime and PBS, PBC, whatever, whatever. No excuses now. Errol Spence is a, or Terrence Crawford is a free agent. They're both calling each other out. Hopefully we can make that fight happen for this year. I would love to see it. The boxing needs this fight. This is the biggest fight that can be made. Terrence Crawford, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Very nice. A um, couple uh, quick uh, little college football notes. Uh, Oregon coming after Lincoln Riley some more. Uh, they just won a big recruiting weekend. And uh, they talked about how uh, the head coach talked about them turning Oregon into the SEC of the West and how Lincoln ran from the SEC. Pretty hilarious story. I'm not going to lie. I'm loving uh, that little storyline right there. Um, it'll uh, it'll, it'll be fun. I mean, USC's got their spring game Saturday, of course. Uh, but uh, you know that's gonna be a little bit uh fun matchup for uh, uh USC because Oregon's really the only team that, uh, as far as at least NLI money can go, right? It's gonna outbid them. Why do they have a big donor there? They have, they do. They kind of, they kind of do. Um, which, uh, which is funny because it kind of ties in also to winning time. Uh, have you caught up on winning time? I'm not caught up. Jesus I know. I'm Christ. too, I'm too back. I'm on episode six. Uh, the Phil Knight little cameo, uh, in winning I time is it. pretty fucking hilarious. I love it, yo. Um, but, uh, Magic no. has to be so salty. No, he has to be. But, uh, uh, but there, I mean, Oregon, that staff that uh, Dan Lanning's put together um, is very impressive. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm completely happy with who OU got because I love also what the staff he put together. Oh, yeah. If OU would have got Dan Lanning, I would not have been disappointed. No. I am right there with you on that. I mean, and, uh, yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a dogged recruiter. He put together a great staff. So, um, And then finally, uh, sticking with a little OU stuff, uh, Bob Stoops, going back to the XFL. Yep. Uh, Welcome back. Bob. They they announced the the coaches for the XFL teams. I don't know if they I can't I didn't see if they announced the teams yet. I think they just announced the pool of coaches. Yeah. My awesome. guess is that they're going to have another Dallas team. So I'm guessing that's where Bob will probably end up. Um, but apparently Fox wasn't. I don't know if they were too crazy about it because I guess the XFL games aren't going to be on Fox. So it kind of gave Bob an ultimatum and. Bob will no longer be on the college football noon uh, show, which, uh, sorry, Fox, that's a loss for you guys. Yeah, that's on you, boys. And uh, apparently there's already been rumors that they're talking about bringing back Urban. Jeez. What? Yeah. Can we talk about, so is the XFL going to have a lot more, like, better talent? Than this USFL is that why we're not seeing a lot of big names with this USFL? So my thing is, I don't. I mean, to be fair, I don't know because it still seems like the exit, the Rock, and 
the group that he's put together there is still taking this the plan for the XFL because they've gotten the coach pool, they've gotten the partnership with the NFL together. So now it's about getting the teams, and then obviously you'll start getting into the draft and all that. Who I would gotta, you like to see in there, Philly? Like, give me like a couple players you would want to see. Well, that I could mean, possibly still make some noise in the NFL. Oh gosh, just 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 a couple. You don't have to get. Well, I know, but I'm just trying to. I'm just. I am trying to. I mean, let's be honest. If the if he could swallow, if he could swallow just a little bit of pride, this would this would be a great idea for Kaepernick. Kaepernick, this would be a great idea for him because I mean he can go into this league and showcase just wreck it and just showcase his skills. I mean, again, he's what. He's what, seven years out from playing. Yeah, it worked I mean, for PJ Walker. I mean, yeah, exactly. PJ Walker's on. He's got a job on uh, yeah. on a team, and I mean, I believe Jordan Te Amalu is in the uh, USFL. Mm-hmm. Look, let's be honest about the USFL. <laughs> this thing's not going to last. You're going to see a lot of the guys that are in this when the XFL comes. They're probably going to go try to get in the draft for that. But um, I don't know, man. You can. It's for this league. Guys, that if they want, to, I mean, hey, I saw we, I saw him this weekend. Terrell Owens, why don't you uh, why don't you throw hey, your name in yeah, there? I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was, I was, I would, I would be interested to see that. Throw I mean, your name I understand. I don't think Terrell Owens is gonna make. I don't think he's gonna play on the NFL team, bro. I mean, when you're 48 years old, you're oh, sure. 48 years old. But XFL, he, I mean, yeah, he could be in the XFL. Though. Yeah, and I mean, they they would want that. They'd be a good face. Um, I would like to see Michael Vick in the XFL. I know that's probably not going to happen, but <laughs> Mike is a no big name. I mean, he's a big name. I mean, they need that though. They need that big name because you know the big three made a splash because they had a lot of big names. Yeah, you know, especially true. number one, Allen Iverson. So I think you have to have some big names. If I don't know if you have to pay some of these guys to right. come out of retirement, they can still play a little bit. But you need I, some big names. I think if depending on where his. I don't know where his head is at for football. Obviously, if Johnny Manziel wanted to give it a run, I don't think it would be a bad decision for him. But, I mean, that guy looks to be pretty happy just living life. So I mean, His family's still life. loaded. He is, yeah, his family's <laughs> loaded. He's living a pr- good life. He's, uh, I think he uh, was there for a little bit, was trying to make a run on the smaller circuit of uh, golf. Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't see that. I mean, yeah. didn't, I, I didn't get that up, but uh, you know, I just—I mean, if he want, if he, if you put decide to put his mind into it, then that'd be a good idea. I don't know. You start looking at college stars that uh, you know haven't really panned out. They give it a shot. I mean, uh, you know, again, Shea Patterson was one guy that uh, you know from Michigan. He's in the USFL right now, but if you want to give it a shot there, um, Paxton Lynch looked terrible. I saw. I just saw the highlights of him. He looked bad. Um. Ugh. No. Yeah, that, that that's a guy who just. I mean, I feel like I could just see that. Like, yeah. Like, what are you guys? What are you seeing here that I'm not? That yeah. I, I never saw that talent that they, everyone was going crazy over, thinking that he was going to be something special, and I mean, he quickly faded pretty quick. Oh yeah, but I mean, this will be. I think this is going to be a good stepping stone for guys who obviously aren't guys that the league views as like top picks. Right, but they, another it's another interview process for them to make a it's get a roster NFL's, spot. It's the NFL's G League, and that's, that's perfect. What it and that's what and that's all. It's it the NFL's yeah. G League, and and I need and as football fans, I mean, even if it's not the best football, it's still football. 
They're yeah. not. They're not competing with the NFL because no. they're not. I mean, I hope. I mean, I'm sure they know this. They're they're never gonna be another NFL. I mean, there's it's yeah. the NFL. It's king. No, they know. It's fine. That. So just do what you do and be a G League. And which which is need. why they decided to go ahead and do the partnership. I think when the, the XFL with McMahon originally wanted to compete with no, the NFL, yeah. right? Just you can't beat them jointly. But then, that's exactly what the XFL. But Vince did, so. then realized that he couldn't beat them, so he decided. That he just wanted to get football out there. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, the last XFL, what killed it was the was the pandemic. Right. Oh, 100%. Because it was that, actually solid. It was actually solid. It was actually really good. And it was fun. It was actually some fun football in that. Yeah. So yeah. that's what really killed it. Um, yeah. I actually think they probably would have had another year oh, for with sure. the XFL. I, I with that. Oh, 100%. So. They, they still would have been going on. Yeah, yeah I agree. And it, it, it's just about now just getting a fan base mm-hmm. built, you know, support these teams. Um, but like you said, if the NFL is back in it, you know it'll be like the G League for the NFL, which and that'd is pretty be good. cool. So, and they get to you know they can use rules, mm-hmm. technology on it to yeah. kind of get an idea. So, I, what I if like some it. of these college? I wonder like like what if some of these college players or like straight out of high school decided I don't want to go to college, I want to go to the XFL. Well, I'm sure play there is- for a couple years and then eventually go to the NFL. You think that could be because everybody's looking for money now. Yeah. So you know all these nil yada yada. Why not just go straight to the XFL? Well, I mean, some of these guys are getting paid more in nil than they probably would in the XFL. Yeah, you're probably right. So, <laughs> but you know, it's it's exciting to see, and of course, I'll you know whatever team Bob coaches for, I'll be uh, cheering for. So, uh, kind of excited to see that for sure. Um, real quick, I just wanted to mention today they announced uh, the match, uh, new edition here. You've got old school versus new school, and I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm talking about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers going to be taking on Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and a little bit of uh, golf on TNT. That'll be fun. And uh, it's just going to be a cool listen to these guys. I don't even really know how good Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are. Uh, I, surely, I mean, they're decent, right? I mean, I wouldn't imagine they'd put this together if these guys are just some scrubs. I know Aaron Rodgers is pretty decent, right? Aaron Rodgers is really good, and Tom Brady's really good. Yeah. So it's kind of like, are they just going to go smoke the these young kids? And I'm out bro, of, you know, know that's what's going to happen, I'm, bro. I'm kind of interested to see, uh, because the two of them, how big and strong they are, right. just to watch Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes uh, just smash a golf ball. Right. No, that's true, too. That is very true. Uh, this is just cool because you get to hear a lot of good conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone knows the amount of things that get said on a golf course or just, uh, you know, if you could be a fly on the wall kind of situation, a lot of this. And this kind of gives us uh, a opportunity to look inside of a, a golf match like that. And, you know, got the, like I said, the old school versus the new school kind of thing, the, the two guys who are kind of passing the torch to these two young guys who have got obviously a bright future in the NFL. Over under – uh, five, the amount of times uh, that playoff game between the Chiefs and Bills is brought oh, up. Oh, five plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be coming up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, there will be some good retirement jokes. Sure. Uh, I'm sure they'll make a joke to Aaron Rodgers about maybe he should have retired. <laughs> or he should get vexed. <laughs> or is or something he about yeah. something about Tom Brady's last putt ball. The, this is the last ball that Tom Brady's going to putt with or oh, something. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know you guys heard about that whole football yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Which I'm glad they were able to get out of that. No, same, yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, if, obviously, if you're spending $500,000 on he it, had to pay something, you've though, got right? some money. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he had to pay like, pay like a auction fee or something like that. Sure. But, I mean, 
to be like, oh, I just got a Tom Brady touchdown pass that wasn't actually his last. Like, I need, I need, I need, I need a, I need a discount cut yeah. for something. Yeah, I'll give you five grand. <laughs> Imagine what would have happened like if this, if he would have announced it like maybe a couple weeks later. Then, you know, that guy would have had the money oh, no. already. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Done. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, look forward to that. Do they? What's the date on that? Do you know, uh, I think it's in July. July. Okay, yeah. Now that'd be that'd be really cool. I can't wait to wait to see that. Got a little breaking news. Yeah, uh, Marcus Smart has been named the defensive player of the year. Gary yeah. Payton gave it to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very cool. First guard since ninety five. I was 96. about to say you do not see guards winning this award. Yeah. So yeah, shout out Marcus Smart. I think the closest guard to maybe have that option was probably Dwayne Wade. At some point, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, so, that'd be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, he wanted it. He went out and got it. So there was two. I mean, th- the three finalists. Two of them were guards, weren't there? No, I think it was two centers, right? Well, it was, no, I think it was Gobert and then. Uh, I'm tired of Rudy Gobert running. For yeah, I'd say it's the Suns guy. <laughs> uh, Michael Bridges. He's uh, a guard. Was it Bridges? Bridges. Bridges for Suns. Yeah, he was one of the finalists, I think, for Defensive Player of the Year. Now I'm- now I'm curious. All right, look that up real quick. Um, Damn it! Why does it they do that to me every time? <laughs> no, very very cool for him. So uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I knew that was an award that he said he was. Yep, Michael uh, Bridges. He okay. came in second actually. Okay. Rudy Gobert came in third. It's about time. Yeah, dude's always winning. <laughs> no kidding. He, he sucks. Um, that's one COVID spreader. Yeah. Um. Yeah, real quick, let's hit entertainment and wrap this up. Uh, entertainment, real quick. A couple off. I got to review to put it there uh, real quick. But uh, a couple quick things. Uh, what you watching? Uh, winning time still. Uh, you know, they just had the most recent episode. Uh, they go to Boston, and I'll leave it at that. Wait, yes, thank you. I'm not going to say anything else. They go to Boston. Uh, you know, when you guys get caught up, whatever, we'll, you know, have we'll have a review or whatever. Um, just started a new show on uh, Apple TV uh, called uh, Slow Horses. It's a British spy show with Gary Oldman. Uh, pretty good first episode. Pretty funny. Uh, it's pretty. It's a pretty interesting show. It's about uh, spies who uh, screw up and are sent down to this uh, pretty much a island of misfit toys of stupid spies, and uh, just kind of you know them getting into all kinds of stuff. So. Uh, not bad. I plan on checking Severance out on Apple TV Plus. Did you guys oh, check yeah. that out? I haven't yet, but yeah, uh, I, I'm curious. Apparently, everybody just loves that show. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then a uh, new show on Prime that I was planning on checking out was that new uh, Josh Brolin show called Outer Range. Basically, it's oh. like Yellowstone meets Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. Uh, plan on checking that out uh, today. They came out with the very first. Teaser for Thor: Love and Thunder, and this was a movie that comes out in a few months, nice. and they finally come out with the teaser. So that was that's good. I was almost at the point I didn't care about seeing a teaser. Right. I was just like, let's just go in, let's just yeah. go into it completely blind. Jeez, they just came out with a teaser. Yeah. Um, for the first time ever, music entertainment news: Kendrick Lamar's back. Yep. Next Dang month, twenty second. All right, the third is it thirteenth? I think it's the thirteenth. I'm sorry, the twenty seventh, the thirteenth. Okay. Uh, he's back. New album, Mr. Morale and the uh, Slacker Boys. 
I knew he was going to come out with an album soon after his Super Bowl performance. Okay, right. it's yep, yeah, it's the third. Yeah, it's the thirteenth. Uh, uh, yeah, May thirteenth. It is. Yeah, Mr. Morale and the. Oh, sorry, the Big Steppers. There you go. So that's going to be uh, something to look forward to. Um, finally, uh, big movie this weekend. Went and saw. Uh, make sure everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, I've had to like repeat that multiple times to make sure I didn't mess it up. Um, just truly one of the more creative and inventive movies I've seen in a while. Uh, it deals with the multiverse, but it deals with it in a very cool way. Um, the directors are uh, they're both named Daniel, so they go by the Daniels. Um, they've directed stuff from uh, Turn Down for What, the uh, DJ Mustard and uh, Lil John song. Music video, uh, movie called uh, Swiss Army Man, uh, and a few others. But uh, seriously, just truly, just interesting and out there. Uh, it's about a Asian American or an Asian family that is uh, kind of on hard luck times. The mom's kind of you know wondering what went wrong with her life, um, and come to find out that uh, she finds out that uh, there's more than one universe out there. And, uh, I hate when that happens. There's yeah, exactly right. And apparent, an evil force is looking to pretty much take over all universes, and she's the only one that can really save them. And she can uh, she can activate powers that she has in other universes that were failed accomplishments in her current life, which is pretty wild. But the only way to do it is she has they have to do pretty much insane things to do it. Uh, one guy. That's a really great uh, fight scene, kung fu scene. Uh, but to activate it, he had to eat uh, uh, lip balm. <laughs> right. So uh, it's pretty. Uh, and that, trust me, that's just the tip. That's well, just he, the tip. Is it at the movies? Yeah, and it's actually a movie. I would. I mean, it's it's crazy because it's a movie. It's it's such a big movie and, and you know inventive, creative movie. But I mean, there's very, there's heart at the center of it. But it really is a movie I I would recommend seeing in the theaters because there's a lot of like big set pieces, a lot of like crazy uh, fights. They go on during it. But uh, trust me, that eating you know lip balm is just the tip of the iceberg <laughs> for what the weirdest stuff that happened in that movie. Um, but no, literally, I'd say this: it is one of the best movies I've seen all year. Wow! I went four and a half out of five with it. Um, actually, that would be the highest high ranking I've given a movie year. The only one is say. what is now on HBO Max, The Batman. Yep, I'm so. watching it, boys. Man, I'm watching it. Anyway, it just came out he today. Didn't even, he didn't even go to the movies to see second. it, man. Yeah. We can't count that. Well, at least I mean, he's it watching a 60 inch TV. So, yeah. but again, not oh, seeing you, got a, you got a sub for? Huh? Oh, okay. All right, all right. Don't worry. Yeah. Just please. Car starting. I know. Yeah, that's all I care about yeah. for you. Uh, yeah, I would uh, actually appreciate it if you uh, have this have watched it by Thursday. Okay. Um, if we do have, I mean, have do have a pod, then I can make that happen. Yeah. yeah, I can make that happen. Again, we can talk about it a little bit. But seriously, guys, I mean, if you're looking, I mean, I know everything nowadays is remakes, sequels, you know, comic book movies. This is something that's really, you know, kind of original and different. Uh, it's definitely one I'd recommend. Uh, you know, it's coming from A24 production company, and that's arguably the best movie co- uh, production company right now going in, in the business. So, 
definitely check it out. Cool. That sounds good. Well, man, you got anything else you want to add? No. Man, I'm, uh, I'm all good. Cool, man. Well. Oh, actually, I do want to add something real quick. Me and Philly have a new, a new addiction. Oh, oh man. It's very true. Fucking PGA 2K, bro. Yeah. It's just impressive. I was afraid. To get on board. I was afraid that that was going uh, to that happen when I got board, it. But bro. I found the game at, uh, went to Walmart and I found it for like 18, 19 bucks. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, I played it, uh, Saturday, I got home at like six. I played that thing all the way till midnight, and yeah, literally bro. I would have kept going, but I was just dead tired. Have you I won the Masters yet? The, okay, so they don't have. It's pedi- called the Legends. That's the Masters. That's the. Ma- that's that's okay. the. Ma- they you, they you have different why, naming you rights. Know why that is? So Augusta's like sports. Augusta's like so protective on the brand of the Masters and everything like that. They like won't let them use. I didn't think EA Sports when they had the Tiger Woods. They game. did, but it was like it was a while when Tiger Woods first came out. The Masters wasn't on there. Yeah, so that's why so I remember they like, not being on there. Literally, like ten years later, they because I mean, like the they won't do it at like the golf simulators and stuff like that either. Yeah, it's, I don't know, a little a little extreme, but um, yeah, whatever. Uh, cool. Yeah, no, I, I'll probably jump on board with you guys on that. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was telling Antoine. Then we could all play before, online before you even said anything. I was like, yeah, dude, I've already got them. On uh, Google today, I was searching. And it was like Amazon app for like ten bucks. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I, I thought like, about doing that, but yeah. I found it at Walmart. So yeah, I, was I like, have I was to turn my difficulty up a little bit. <laughs> oh, dude, forty nine hundred. Forty nine I put a, I put that same tournament. He did the Shriners. The thing about it is, I guess it, it's set in Vegas, so it's like no wind. No, literally, bro. I put a four. I played a four round tournament. I shot sixty under. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm t- see. I, the only reason I do shoot because I do three round tournaments because yeah. four rounds is just is tedious. Yeah. Like when you're playing the game, um, and yeah, the shiners were so flat, bro. I was just like, hey, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop some bombs. <laughs> but uh, all right, guys. Well, that does it for today. Um, we may or may not have an episode Thursday. We'll see how it goes. Antoine's gonna be out of town. Uh, there's not a ton going. We might give a quick update on what's going on in the playoffs. We're just gonna kind of wait and see. So Sam and I might jump on here and do something Thursday. We'll see. Uh, but we'll keep you posted on that. And the best way to know what's going on, social media. Follow us on social media, uh, Air Mom's Favorite Threesome, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're putting all sorts of stuff out there. Sam's killing with the meme game. So make sure you hop on there and check it out. Other than that, guys, we will see you later. Uh, take care. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Later, guys.